Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone else in between, welcome back to the 42 Podcast, where as always, we're talking about the failings of the late, great human race, which sadly we are all a part of. But here we are, once again, (laughs) and as always, your good friend of mine, to my left, sort of, as left as webcams can go, to my left. You're a good friend of mine, Mr. Ryan Book. How are you doing today, buddy? Hey, Jacob. How are you, man? Dude, it's <laughs> it's been another week. It's been another week. I so so like last time we last time we met, like we were trying to buy this house and things were going crazy, right? So Friday, our realtor calls us like the the seller has accepted your agreement it's done like the bank called us the loan is approved it's all good we're ready to go it's we're closing we are done it's over congratulations you own a house right exactly that was friday at two o'clock why do i have a feeling that that's not what happened jacob (laughs) because that's how life never is so Obviously, me and my wife go out and celebrate because I honestly, I really like this house. Um, the location was great. It was three miles from my work and three and a half miles from my wife's work. How things have worked out, me and, me and my wife have been working really close. Like, we're now working really close to each other, like half mile from each other. Nice. Just randomly, you know, it's just how the universe works out. It's one of those cool things. And it has these like cool like sort of caves in the in the basement where my wife has already said you can put up a podcast cave. I'm like I even showed her like the soundproofing equipment I wanted in this podcast cave. It's inch thick, you know, like the the triangles. It's 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 not like every every inch a triangle, but it's like each each inch is a triangle along the like the, a wafer. A wafer, yeah. So we're doing the She's like, that's great, fine, I don't care, whatever, you can do it. This is Ryan Fios, which is hot. If you've never had Fios, I pity you because it's the best internet in the world, probably. Yeah, fuck you. And so, you know, we go out, we go celebrate. I mean, we go, we don't go to Texas Roadhouse because we're celebrating. We're going to Texas Roadhouse because it's close to our house. And we don't really feel like driving to a really nice place. <laughs> it's like the nice place to go near the house, you know? Right, 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 right. right. It's like two it, miles it, away, whatever. And it won't absolutely kill you. you it did, won't kill you, yeah. We spent like bad. we spent like 60 bucks. We both had steaks and some beers and whatever. And so we're like, right. you know, we've already started packing. Like, I can, I can show you here. I'll show you the shelves. Like. We've already yeah. started packing. Those were full of books. We have like nine cases of books, right? And so we're good. We're like, we are ecstatic about this house. Great Can location. Kind of happy. Yeah, really. Ex- yeah, happy. So we wake up and we're like, okay, so, all right, let's go get lunch. Let's go get some more boxes. Let's uh, kind of figure out what we're going to do. We were literally driving to lunch, like 11.30 in the morning. I really recall. <sighs> uh, yeah, the seller is pulled out. He signed a termination agreement. You're done. Click. Fuck. <laughs> Just like that, boys. Just like that. Just like that. And, yeah, it's... 
because what happened is we wanted a new roof. It needed a new roof. Like our, like I told, I think last week, like the inspector's like, you have to have a new roof by next winter or you're in trouble. Right. And so, but the roofer wanted payment at time of service, which pretty reasonable. And the, the seller was trying to get payment at time of close. And when he wouldn't do it, he just pulled out. So, but, but we have, we are getting into another house. And it looks pretty good. I don't get my Verizon, which sucks. I have to go to Xfinity. But other than that, it's uh, it's all right. It, it's a longer commute, but all in all, you know, it's a pretty home. Nice. It is pretty. It's a pretty home. It's got a crazy attic. Like, instead of, like, here, most places have a finished basement. Here, mm-hmm. they did the attic. So that's going to be your cave? It'll be. I uh, I told my wife, and she's already promised me this. I want a pool table, and it, it, it's it's this great like it's basically a four story home. Cool. Yeah, it's really nice. So, and what's really cool is this house was this house was built in 1902, and the upstairs still has the original wood floorings from 1902. You're gonna own hundred, them? yeah, hundred and fourteen year old floors. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty nice. So hopefully it works out. We've been yeah. burned twice. Hopefully. We've been burned twice, but you're you out know. of time. <laughs> but yeah, that's so. That's how I've been. Like, cause you know, I I talk about this. You know, I'm going to a therapist now and on meds and everything else. It's like, so how are you doing? I'm like. Well, I'm really stressed, but I think it's just because it's whole house thing and not because of other bullshit. Right. A legitimate <laughs> reason to be stressed. A legitimate reason to be stressed. Because I have to move out of my house in 34 days. Yeah. No but here is a tidbit of trivia knowledge for all those who are renting. Merry Maids and all the other maid companies around the country... They offer move out cleanings. It's like two hundred bucks to make your home spotless. So might be something you want. If you really want that deposit back, it might be a good way to go. Right, depends on how much your deposit is. Right, right. In this in my case, my deposit is fifteen hundred dollars. So if it costs me two hundred bucks to clean this house, you know, from top to bottom, that's that's worth it. Yeah. So but still, something to consider. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a good idea. Something to keep in mind for all you grown-ups out there. Or not-so-grown-ups. Well. Because, I mean, for for the most part, we rent for a long... I mean, I don't... We rent for a long time now. Right. I mean, I rented for 10-plus years. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know. And yeah. Part, and part of it's nice. Part of me... In, look, I'm a I'm a finance guy. I have a degree in finance. I would love to rent forever because of the freedom it involves. Because breaking your lease is two months of rent and you're done. And you're out, right? Right. So, you know, but part of me is like, ah, well, if I'm going to be here for a while, I might as well buy. Because if you're going to be anywhere for two years, you might as well buy a house. Really? That's that's the the limit. That's that is for seventy. I actually I was reading some studies for seventy five percent of the country, unless you're in like crazy growth areas like 
Silicon Valley, New York City, you know, those kind of places. Mm-hmm. It's worth it to buy over renting. You will make more money or save more specifically, you will lose less money right. by, by buying than renting if you're going to be there for two years. But yeah, so ladies and gents, don't buy a house. Yeah, don't ever do it. Don't ever do it. It's There's plenty of bridges. <laughs> Just so, set up a nice, get a nice, get a nice tent. Yeah, those are easy to maintain. But anyway, so we're here on the Four Two Podcast, and I want to talk some tech shit, man. Okay, I'm always so yeah. the. Who doesn't like some tech, yo? So I'm on the LG G3 android phone it's a good phone it's not great it's got a great display that's what the one thing has going for it's got a 4k Mm -hmm. display my wife has it it's okay it's a it's It's a phone it's a phone but and and that's the thing about phones right yeah i've been reading this whole thing about like how the accessories for phones are becoming way cooler than the phones themselves yeah but so the new g5 holy shit is interesting it looks cool man so it's Full aluminum body. Yeah, it, like, it has a swappable battery. Have you seen how it works? Yes. Yeah. They, okay. You pull. You pull the bottom. Yeah. This whole bottom tray pulls out. Yeah. And you don't realize how much of the phone is the battery. Yes. Until you take it out that way, you're like, wow. Oh yeah, the phone. I mean, <clears throat> I can show you the battery right now. I mean, it's it's a lot of battery. Uh, second it. So, but the thing is, what LG has been doing is they've just been like, oh, do you have this great tech? We're just going to copy it. Okay. So they've been just copying this great tech, like glance technology. So they figured out how to, like, uh, Nokia, which is something I had on my Windows phone, had glance. Mm-hmm. So it was an always-on, which basically burned no battery, but you could always look at it and go, oh, I have no notifications. So you had all your notifications and time and everything. You just look at it, but it, you didn't have to, like, you know, turn on the display. It was just always-on, you know, that kind of thing. That was really nice. I really mm-hmm. miss that about my 920. And I will give a eulogy for that 920. The Nokia 920 on Windows Phone, mm-hmm. my favorite phone I ever had. Yeah. I've had, I've had all, like, up until the 4S, I had all the iPhones. I've had the Galaxy S5. I've had them all. But that 920 Nokia, great phone. Loved Interesting. It. Okay. Because you couldn't break it. it. had the best camera, a 32-megapixel camera and, you know, actual moving lenses and all that crap. You know, crazy stuff. But, yeah, the LG G5. So, what's cool about it is they have uh, all these switchable technologies. Have you seen those? No. Okay. So, one, they have for phone, like, like pure phone stuff, they have a, a camera attachment, which you can slide in to you know with the battery it gives it an extra 50 percent of battery because it has its own battery in the thing and on the side of the phone it has zoom uh zoom stuff and shutter uh control replace the bottom bevel right you yeah you basically like replace the bottom bezel with With another attachment with a different one yeah the one's just sitting on the table now right Right, okay. So you put it in, it's got That's a bigger real. battery, it's got zoom and stuff, but it also has these other things, like they have a, a, a okay, so BB-8 from Star Wars? Yes. Pull off the top part, just so it's just a ball? 
Right. They have a 360-degree video camera you can control from your phone. You can take pictures from. How does that work? I'm not entirely sure. I'm just like I'm not entirely sure. That's kind of cool. But they also have um, a set of VR goggles. Okay. That, uh, it's not you don't use the phone. You you don't you don't have to hook the phone to your face. Right. You hook them into the phone, and what they say it's like it's like. Watching a 120-inch television from six feet away. Damn. Damn. Yeah, but you plug it into the phone instead of putting the phone in your face. Interesting. Yeah, that really it, is interesting. I, 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 it'll probably be my next phone. It looks cool, man. I want a new phone, too. It's, it, they, they, they shrank the screen a little bit. Damn. Because right now it's a 5.5 and they went to a 5.3. <laughs> Bummer. I mean, but it's, I mean, not, that. it's Wait, not, it's not like you're going from 5.5 to 4, you know. That. Or the 5.7, the note. I went to the S6 and you give up, it's an edge, right? So that's part of the screen when they measure it. Mm-hmm. But that two rounded parts aren't part of the screen. Fuck that. They're not. No, I mean, for, uh, screen to screen, but also with the LG, it's the, the 4K display. You know, it's the 2500 by whatever mm-hmm. IPS and all that bullshit. Yeah, it's beautiful. But yeah, they're, what they're doing is really cool. And what's, what's also nice is a replaceable battery. Yes. And a SD card. So if you want to punch in a, you know, 165. 100, you know, 128 gig or whatever. Did you see the specs on the S7? Yeah, they're pretty hot. Yeah, that's a pretty sick phone. I mean, I don't know how it would actually play in the hands, but you're going to be able to expand the memory, which is interesting. It has expandable memory slot. Um, what was the other thing that was interesting about it? I can't remember now. Can't be that interesting. Must I guess. not have been that interesting. Yeah, must not have been that interesting. Damn it, I forgot. It, I, I just, it makes me sad a little bit because I remember how exciting it used to be, right? Mm-hmm. Like the new phone would come out, and you're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. it's coming. The S6 or the you know i5, you know iOS five, and now, like the phones are almost becoming ubiquitous. Yeah, especially especially now. I mean, granted, I am a huge Windows Phone fan. If I, if, God, if they could close the app gap, I would be on a Windows phone today. I love Windows phone, in my personal opinion, is the single best operating system out there, period. Interesting. And I've used all of them. Yeah, I agree. I know you have. And it's the best. Hmm. I love, I love the live tiles. I love the glance. I love Cortana. Cortana is the only like a personal assistant thing I use. Like she is so much better than Siri and Google now and all that crap. Google, I just I only use the where I go to Google search. I just use the microphone to put in the Google search. It's not really like an assistant. I really want an assistant that I can be like, hey, make a reminder for tomorrow at nine o'clock that I need to get groceries, and it'll do it. Okay. That's that's but you can get a. You can actually, for Android users, and I think iOS users now, you can get Cortana. Mm. 
Maybe you I should. Right. And the thing is, like Cortana is great because I used to have it to remind me. Because the great thing about Cortana is it'll remind you when you get on a phone call. Like remind me next time I tell my wife I that to do X, that I love her, or whatever, just in your ear. And you're like, and so you'll be talking in about 20 seconds of the phone call, and it, the Cortana will pop in and go, "You should remind your wife to tell her that you love her." And, you know, that kind of thing. You know, it's... it's That's really kind of creepy it's and cool. Fant- no, I have never... But, you know, you trade you trade off. Cortana was great, but the maps were terrible. You know, they were... They're nothing like Google Maps are. Because Google Maps are... Perfect. On, on, well, the thing is, is they nerf it for everything but Android. Oh. Even iOS, like, even their... Your iOS Google Maps are nerfed compared to what Android has. Like yeah, every time the update, man, the, those things are like it just keeps getting better and better and better. Mine's incredible. I use it daily. Right, and, and even today I was like, you know, because I've I've given in to the the Overlord. Google, like the Google yeah. Overlord. So, I've, you know, yeah, me too. I have my whole Chrome, at, you know, I have my whole, like, I uh, Chrome when I'm browsing hooked up. Right. So it's paying attention and making things right. better. And I had to go to a doctor's appointment. So I, I, I typed it in on my desktop and it has this little icon that says send a phone. I clicked it and poof. I had all, like, the map and directions, everything on my phone. I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. It's really awesome. It's really awesome. Yeah. But there's certain little privacy you have to give up. <laughs> Isn't that weird that it's okay to give them to give it to them but not the government? You'd feel weird. But I mean, I don't feel like Google's ever going to be this the, the Gestapo or whatever it was from 1984. Germany. Yeah, Germany. Uh, you know, anything with enough power, right? But anything with enough power has our Do you want to make do you want do you want to have power or do you want to make money? Tends to be the the catalyst there. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Hopefully, the delusion of responsibility, or the uh, diffusion of responsibility, will <laughs> delusion. <laughs> no one feels responsible there. They're only there to make money. So maybe that'll keep it a little less um, evil. I mean, Google doesn't have missiles, do they? Does Google make missiles? Not yet. Not that we know of. Do they make rockets? I I don't worry about them making rockets. I worry about the tech that goes into the warheads that can just like, they're like cruising up at like 35,000 feet. Like, oh, we should take it right right here. That's what I worry about with Google. Right. (laughs) Like like a nuclear warhead has Google Maps in the nose. It's like, oh, wait, wait, here we go. Right, yeah. <laughs> There's a new route open today. That's what's crazy about Google. I mean, I don't know how they do it. They must use people's phones to like. Well, and the, the uh, are you familiar with Waze? W a z e. It's an app I used to use a long time ago, but Google bought them. But it's a um, it's a crowd generated map app. Mm-hmm. So you know, people using app using the app will punch in. I'm stuck in traffic here mm-hmm. and it'll start creating this map. And so the other, you know, it'll start, the map will start routing itself around that. Right. Traffic. 
Now, but Waze is cool if you definitely want some cool voices. Really? Because you like you no know, Arnold, like the Schwarzenegger will give you your directions on Waze if you download it. And it's powered by Google Maps. So, I mean, it's a, it's a good cool. map app. It's like, turn left at this street. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, I think they just got uh, Morgan Freeman to do another voice on Waze. Wow. So you just have him awesome. go like, and now the driver turned left. Right. But the female did not like this. <laughs> You know, I, I can't even. I didn't even do a good voice of his. But. I like you trying though; it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I was impressed. I was a. Uh, I went out to Conroe, and it was a bunch of people going out to the airport. Right. But it's an airport that nobody ever goes out to. It's the kind that like private planes fly out of, like Cessnas and little prop airplanes, and you know what I mean, like uh, bonanzas and right, 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 yeah. crop crop dusters or whatever. So anyway, but there was a bunch of people going there for a party. So on my maps, I'm following my maps there. It shows me, you know, it shows you traffic on your maps. Right. Everything's perfectly blue. And then right there at that intersection where everybody was turning to the right, it had showed orange because people were slowing down to make the right. It's like, damn, they knew that people were slowing down there to make a right. Like so many people were I know turning. they're tapping like, your phones, man. Like if yeah, you are. have, if you have a phone, they're tracking you. Yeah. Using all your information all the time to. If, you know what? For the most part, I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's weird. I, and that's strange. I'm okay with it. Yeah, we're just the sex organs of the machine world. <laughs> we're just here for them. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's just how it's going. Yeah. It's weird, but it's so nice when you like sync everything up and it knows all your passwords and it does everything. And when you're going from Dude. website to website or you're you're putting something in the search bar or even I like how it the the ads get better i mean i have ad blocker but like the ads that get through are really refined like the more you do it it's See, like that was the wonder like <laughs> that is what windows phone did better than anything i've seen it read all your emails and text messages <laughs> well no but the thing Talk, is is you could you and you can and we, like you can if you get a text say mm -hmm. you're like you know you're on your pc and you get a text it'll mm -hmm. pop up in your windows you can reply from your windows that's so cool yeah i loved it my iphone did that with my ipad okay so this i was actually thinking about this earlier so here here's the big question for the podcast dun, 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 dun. so we know what science fiction is written for today right mm -hmm. let's move 500 years in the future Mm -hmm. And predict their science fiction. Ooh. What? No. That'd be so hard. I can't even imagine 500 years from now. How could you imagine <laughs> their... Yeah, but they, they were. Like, right? Like, that's... Like, I, maybe that's something our society is falling down on is, like, from the 60s, they were predicting our science, you know, Star Trek, right? Right. So why can't we predict their Star Trek? Are there? Because I think um, I... it's already that is kind of the limit. Star like, Trek is the limit. What's, what's faster than a, a ship that goes the speed of light, or several times the speed of light? Like we're already we have ships that can travel across the whole galaxy in you know a year or 
I mean, we could design a faster ship. Okay, so now they can teleport across galaxies. But, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. you got spaceships. You know, we got space societies. We can even... I mean, as far as it goes, it's already kind of all been done. Like, you know, even just alone in, like, the Marvel Universe by itself. We have beings and aliens that move planets and, you know, that eat galaxies. And, you know, you know what I mean? It's just like... That's kind of it. We have to go past science fiction for that like would be like metaphysical like we'd have to add magic we'd have to add a other dimensions and make up what's in there i think because i don't know what else you could do i mean i mean we've kind of thought about all of it it's like once einstein and you know some other people really kind of explained to us exactly what the world we were living in it wasn't difficult to extrapolate the end of that you know what i mean and then start imagining worlds and stuff off of that i th- i think I mean, you just imagine crazier technology, which is pretty easy to extrapolate, I think, right? We imagine alien civilizations that are several thousand years ahead of us. That's kind of the same thing as imagining us a thousand years from now. It's like, so, well, you are, so yeah. is is sort of video game history, so to speak, the few the next thousand years of humanity? Halo, you know, is is that the next thousand years? Bionic suits, other predators. Well, I think there's a major turning point that has to happen in human civilization for things. There's several key event, events or um, uh, what's happened when you invent something in, in um, an invention. What the fuck is that word? Why can't I remember the word? What is like when you invent something? What is that called? An invention. I said that, okay, whatever. So, you need either speed of light or faster than speed of light travel. If we don't achieve that, right, then we're stuck pretty much in the solar system. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, But even solar system, man, that's really of the world inside the solar system. That's crazy. Our solar system's kind of boring, like, once you get past Mars. Like, you could go out to the moons, but like we've, you know, found when we're writing that book, so, it's like, there's no sunlight that far. It's like, I didn't think about that. The sun becomes a fucking little dot. It's like, well, it's just kind of boring out here. I don't know. We could do a lot of that. Or, so, but if we get faster than light travel, if we figure out some way to like move from... You it's know, all about FTL, right? Yeah, then we, can, then we can explore. That's awesome. Because that's a whole different line of... Because uh, then we might get aliens in the future, and that stuff's fun. You can write the science fiction for that. Or if that doesn't, you can also write the science fiction for that. You know, just this us as a lonely kind of still forgotten civilization there's no you know connection with extraterrestrials or if the aliens contact us you know if they were like hey man hey you know what are y'all doing what are you doing you want some cool technology or hey here's a little bit of a tip or here's some dna you know so if those things it, it all depends on a few caveats of happening do we destroy ourselves in world war three in the next hundred years does an asteroid hit us in a thousand years our science fiction could be about cavemen you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Science fiction could be a kid. That's an, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, I mean, it's just, who knows? It's not, it depends on what you want to imagine. I would like to think that we figured out faster than light travel. If we could figure out near light travel, that'd be amazing. But even then, it takes you 23 years to get to the nearest star. And then it's just a star with a couple planets. You know, it may not have anything no, on but it. I'm just saying, just 
populating the solar system. Yes, that is fun. That I mean, because yeah. near light will get you to Mars pretty quickly. Like 12 minutes, 15 minutes? Something like that. 32 minutes, something like that. I don't know. Um, did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Damn it. Is that? Is that you or me? Anyway, um, that's weird that something like that could break your train of thought. I know, right? I, it's probably one of our Dresden people's trying to get a hold of us. <laughs> yeah, um, fast near uh, speed of light would be cool. Um, so, oh, what I was going to say though is most likely are um, if you really wanted to do like modern science fiction to me, like if you really wanted to like explore some boundaries of stuff that people haven't wrote about yet, it, you would um, you'd explore like the uh, the VR space. That hasn't been explored enough. Enough. There has, there has been enough books that really like that really dive into what it might be like to merge in and out of. I mean, there's a couple like Ghost in the Shell is pretty cool, and there's some old cyberpunk in, books that were in Ray Player One. I Ray Player One does real. the VR world better oh. than anything I've ever seen, and we've talked about it enough on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think Ghost in the Shell is probably the closest representation of the near future I can think of. Like the idea of being able to dive and move your move your consciousness into cyber bodies and cyber minds and having computers and AIs and a complicated. See, but, I, but my question was more of a, okay, say you can, the grandest society, Star Trek, right? Say say okay. say you're say you're living on this, you know, NCC seventeen oh one D, as a child, as a poet. What yeah. does? your science fiction look like like could you is that even a concept that is possible oh we here's the question i've always wondered about uh, the singularity Mm -hmm. which i believe we will see in the near future i I believe it's actually going to come sooner than 2075 which is the nearest predicted date which which is when humans will start living for hundreds or seven hundred or thousands of years, is I'm wondering if we have pushed our limits of understanding to our to their extent. Mm-hmm. Is Star Trek? I mean, Star Trek is a grand, beautiful vision, mm-hmm. right? But is that the most we can actually imagine for the future? And I, and I'm not talking because. Most of our visions of the future, especially now when the current uh, pop culture genre state are very dystopian, but I'm talking utopian. Yeah, okay. Where we actually pull everything. Is Star Trek the... Is, is, is that the best we could ever hope for? No, because even in Star Trek, they were still finding better things. They were still making better stuff. They were still coming up with better technology, even right. in the Star Trek world. If, could you imagine, you're, you're saying it's like, if, we're if you are Wesley, if you are Wesley Crusher, on the Enterprise, what is he thinking the future is going to be? Right. In 500,000 years. That's mm-hmm. like, that's like the, but they do thought. that in that universe. Like they did have people come from 2050, you know, like uh, seven of nine gets Borg technology from 2931 or whatever it is. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, uh, like, they they kind of imagine they they can accept my my the point is is that you saw a real like difference in 
science fiction from the 1800s to the 1900s to like the 21st century, right? Like you see all the the difference there because of um, once we understood, like once we understood that when you got into space, you could go into orbit, like that's some real basic information. Like as humans, we really kind of understood most of the universe. Like we get it. So the only way you could make it more complicated is to go into subjects that we are still naive about. You could do subjects well, about um, interdimensional stuff. So you can just imagine what it, you know, separate dimensions are like. You can try to imagine worlds without gravity or without magnets or without you know, electricity or that operate on completely different... But even then, we have writers that have wrote those stories. I mean, I, just, I think as humans, we've kind of exhausted... That's maybe what I'm pushing at is like, have we exhausted our ability to hope? No, I I don't know. I don't think so. I think because, I mean, just because we've imagined and we've wrote stories because we can imagine galaxy civilizations. Like there are people who have wrote stories about civilizations that are powerful enough to, you know, to control multiple galaxies. Or civilizations that that own several galaxies, and there's like galaxy wars, and it's that kind of level. I mean, we can imagine it, but we're forever away from that kind of existence. Like that's still something to hope towards. Like even, just because we've run out of things to imagine, like we've are not not run out of things to imagine. We can always put it together in new orders. Like you right. can never write well, all. The and maybe this is just a thinker running up up against his abilities. Right. Because if you think about like a guy like Da Vinci, right? Mm-hmm. He would have, like, he never even thought about the world we have today, even though he was one of the greatest thinkers. Yeah. That, that he was alive 600 years ago. Yeah. Imagine the change from now to then and from now to in the future, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I agree. I mean... But even but even people like um like I was reading um oh Gibson I can't remember his first name but he wrote Nurmanter yeah he wrote Nurmanter or whatever it is the, the classic he still has um payphones it's like even him in the eighties you know I mean you know the early sixties or whenever he wrote that book that as far as you could imagine still had payphones. Yeah, like in the late 60s, he couldn't imagine a connected world with cell, with, uh, cell phones. But he, he, he imagines this unbelievably awesome, almost virtual reality um, internet world. Like the cowboys that go diving into the world, you know, that's mm-hmm. a crazy world. But they still have payphones. It's like, what the fuck? You know, like, so, I mean, he has a great vision. There's a lot, you just miss. You just, I don't know. I mean, we could always imagine. I think, um, yeah, yeah. I think we've kind of thought of it all. I think. We've I think thought, other, we've thought about all we can think of right now. Yeah. Because I mean, for fuck's sake, think about us at fourteen. That's think, true. Thinking about this, this could play all of the games that my computer couldn't play. Like the ones we struggled to play to crash the computer every 45 minutes. Like Delta 5 and all that shit. You know, this computer, this, this, 
computer could play it that is in my phone. Like, this phone could play it. That'll emulate PS3 games, dude. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> fuck? PS3 wasn't that long ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why is technology... But I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess we're at the limit of my imagination, I guess. Maybe I'm the pessimist. But I think we've imagined... I mean, if you if you could imagine something, somebody's probably wrote a story about it. But they would have probably said that during the Roman times, and they obviously didn't write about the internet. So, yeah, that's probably that, true. There are things that are coming. So, that's my challenge to you, listeners. Hmm. Think of the story unwritten. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot left to. I mean, if we're going to talk about personal beliefs, I think there's a lot left to be explained into. Uh, like magic, like faith and magic and faith, magic, um, and not magic like f- wizards and fairies and like the Dresden Files, but there's just a another layer beneath all of this that isn't quite explained. Like there is a why that we haven't answered. Like we've explained that things balance, you know, in that there's uh, we can exp- we can tell you that things happen when certain other things happen to them and we can tell you why, but it's hard to explain the, uh, why those rules exist. Why is gravity a rule? Like there is a, there's a reason for that. Does that, you know, I, the, the concept's even hard for me to, to vocalize, but do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't know why. I want to go a little further actually. Right. So, um, I've talked about this in the podcast. My older brother is a priest in a major religion. He has his own church, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to name names or churches or whatever. But um, I got him into the Dresden Files. Yeah. Like hardcore into the Dresden Files. Sure he would be. Yeah, he would. Yeah, of course. And we were talking one day. I was like, Jason, I, I feel like Dresden is more true than most of what the church has taught us. And he went, and this is a person who has a flock. He is a preacher. Said, uh, I agree. Yeah. Or it's less, it's, it's probably even crazier than that book is. But my point is, is we don't know why... We don't know why aspirin helps us. We just know it does. Yeah, or we can't tell you why if you mix um, salt powder and fire that you get an explosion. Like if you, if, I mean, if you mix gunpowder and fire, you get an explosion, or you get more fire. We can explain all of the reactions, and we can explain. We can keep explaining it all the way to a certain point, but there isn't an underlying. No one can tell you why that code works, right? No one can explain to you. Why Why does that matter? Why, do, why is it those two things together? Because, I mean, they, 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 they store all this energy. Okay, fine. But why does that matter? Like, why does... What, who wrote the fucking rules down? Because the laws of the universe do seem to be a thing. Yeah. They seem to be their, their fucking fundamental truths. Fire's hot. You know, ice is cold. You know what I mean? Like, there's just a... Wet is wet. Yeah, right. There's a few fundamentals that are just true. 
Right. Like, no matter what, you can't not, they're undeniable. Gravity exists. You know what I mean? Like, why? We never explained that. There could be a science fiction about imagining the manipulation or the, the whatever of those rules, right? Like, there could be a whole, once we're smarter as humans or as beings, you know, maybe once we evolve, we can wrestle with the, um, the rules and imagine different rules or something. I don't know. But that, I mean, that just, to me, that seems like, <laughs> that seems like the limit of our unknown. Like, you know what I mean? Like, where we don't know things. That seems to be it as humans. We can explain things all the way to a certain point, and then we go, well, I don't know. Right? Yeah, but you know what makes me laugh? Yeah. Is I think most humans don't even go this far. Like, uh, we're, we're, we're out on these boundaries. We're, like, trying to, like, understand things where most people are like, yeah, Game of Thrones, man. Yeah, the Daytona 500 happened last weekend. <laughs> Why aren't we talking about that? Or the next MMA fight or the Kardashians. And yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I get wrapped up in sports. Hardcore. I've gotten I, wrapped up hardcore in sports this week. I'm a fan of Twitch people. Oh, like, me I, too. I, I really, no. I, I spend hours of my life watching a guy watch, race a virtual car around Daytona. I won't watch Daytona, but I'll watch this guy race a fucking virtual car around Daytona for four there's hours. This, <laughs> uh, there's this, this <laughs> Scottish girl. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, a Scottish girl. Uh, but her name is Bexy. I started watching her when she had like 30 followers. Mm -hmm. just, like, and it just worked out because I was working a job where I was working from home. So mm -hmm. I would have Twitch going on this my second monitor and while I was programming, right? Right. And she was going through the she was going through Bioshock. And she was really great. But now she's got like a thousand followers and a full-time Twitch player. I'm just like, holy shit. I remember yeah. you when you had 30 followers. I was your like your 33rd follower, you know. That's incredible. <laughs> it's a whole different age, man. Do you ever watch Swoozy on yeah. YouTube? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, dude. Like that guy? It's crazy. Like what, what, you, you, what YouTube can do for you. Oh. I was watch. I there was a guy on Twitch that I watched, and he had 150, 180, 250, 300 viewers. You know what I mean? Depending on what day, what time of the evening, what game he was playing. Right. When I found him, and I was like, "Wow, this guy's really funny." And it was one of those moments where I was like, "Hmm, it's kind of disappointing that this guy's this good at Twitch because he had a really professional setup: the green screen, good mic that you couldn't see, you know." Right. Awesome sound. He was really interactive with the chat. He was actually funny, like funnier than I am by far. He was he's funny. And then um I was watching and then all of a sudden like a game came out and he got lucky and got one of the beta keys. So he got to get in the beta and play and it was one right. of those games that everybody was interested in. So he had like fourteen thousand viewers for like the first day because he was like one of the five people that had the key that was playing on Twitch and everybody wanted to see or whatever. And now Months after that, that key, he's got 3,500, 4,000 people that watch him every day. It's like, wow, that's really cool. It really is. Yeah, no, I love, I love the new existence. I mean, I'm not going to be, I, I will probably never be that guy. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't have the, I'm good at talking. Yeah. I don't know if I'm good at entertaining people through a video yeah. game, but. 
Man, like I love it. I love the new frontier. Yeah, the great frontier that is the new millennia. Yeah, the the gig economy or whatever they're calling it. The, I love it. Yeah, it's the future, man. It's self-driving cars and. <laughs> We've you know, talked about nauseam of this on this podcast. No, but I'm so excited. I want a self-driving car. That's coming, man. It is. Yeah, California and all other people are writing new laws about it. So, oh, actually, I got a game. I haven't got to play it a lot yet, but I got a new game. It's called Ink that I'm really kind of excited to play. Yeah? What's so, it like? So, um, imagine Super Meat Boy. Yes. Which like, is sort of like the bouncing off the walls kind of. Frustratingly difficult. Right, but what its big thing is, so anytime you kill an enemy or you double jump, you squirt ink and the level is invisible. So the only way you can see it is to squirt ink around to jump around on the level. So anytime you kill a bad guy, it'll spread ink or you double jump, it spreads ink. So you can see the world as you jump around. I'm really excited to really, really get into it. I'm looking at the preview now. It's actually pretty cool looking. Yeah. Right. It's like, um, kind of visual. Lots of pretty colors. It, it's on it's like, the uh, it's on the weekly humble bundle. It's got uh, there's a lot of good games on there for like eight bucks if you want to get it. And also, just keep talking. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Yeah. If anybody's seen that Nintendo Splatoon game or whatever it is, where you run around with the uh, they look like flamethrowers, but you're spitting paint out. It's kind of like that, but a two dimensional version, and it's much more like a platformer. But it's very Technicolor. You're spitting out a bunch of different cool colors. It looks fun. Uh, looks like it's five bucks on Steam if you just want to put it on your Steam account, but um, might be worth uh, helping somebody out. Oh, I we should we should play a prank on Jacob. I don't have enough interaction from y'all to actually make that work. God damn it! What would we do anyway? Huh. Well, I'm an idiot and can't come up with anything. So I'll just tell you that I'm going on vacation. In like a few weeks, so I won't be here for that week. We'll probably just skip it. But I'm good. I might get to go to Colorado. So, yay me! That's exciting. And if anybody's been listening to this podcast long enough, they know why. So, oh hey, he's gonna save me from this terrible life, Jacob. Oh my God, that was so hard. <laughs> Sorry, man. No one wanted to listen to that. And we're back. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the new like the current. Humble Bundle Weekly is really good. And okay. if, if, if you aren't, if you never go to Humble Bundle, you should. Get, you should. I should just, yeah, set it up in my. Like, like yeah. their weekly bundle is always really good. And what's cool about Humble Bundle is it's a charity, right? Mm-hmm. But you can, if you want to, pick the charity that it goes to. That is interesting. So. I mean, being a former Red Cross employee, I always pick the Red Cross, but, you know, I, I love their stuff. Uh, I, I don't do the their monthly bundle, like their pay-for bundle, mm-hmm. like uh, their pay-for subscription. I don't do that yet, but, I mean, there's a, there's a lot. There's probably, like, every two or three months, I, I will pay for the bundle, you know, pay 10, 12, 20 bucks. 
Oh, I see. So, so you can pay $12 a month, and they'll randomly send you games. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That, that's kind of cool. That might be totally worth it. But if you can play enough, which I don't. Yes. I don't play enough, but... but still, it's a, tax, it's a tax deduction and you get games. It's worth it. Yeah, but, you know, Humble Bundle is a, it's a great oh, charity. Tax device. <laughs> but the thing is, what I do is, because like, a lot of times they'll have games that I have, but they have other games that I want. Like right now, I have a, a copy of Grand Fandango uh, Remastered. Mm-hmm. If you want to go, if any of our. Uh oh. Just hit me up. I can see the key on Steam. Okay. Good to cool. go. Awesome. If you want it's, it. Uh, yeah. Someone send us a fucking tweet or an email. That, <laughs> There's a game. Uh, F-O-R-T-Y podcast at gmail.com. Do it. That's how we do it. F-O-R-T-Y-2. That, that yeah. is how you reach us on the internet. Unless we start our new collective. Which we should. Which, which we will probably start doing soon. We, awesome. we're actually start, we will probably start flying under a new flag. Cool. And that's going to be a lot of fun. So we're actually going to have a network. So you can just subscribe. You're going to get stuff about video games and books and Weird Super shit crazy. like the 42 podcast, which you love because you're listening to us right now. <laughs> For whatever reason, you love listening to these two random fucktards, random about random, random, random shit. We never go on rants or anything, do we? Hmm? Or tangents? You mean like every other, every 43rd minute, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much every five or six. We'll be in the middle of talking about something fairly important and then go down a tangent and never come back. I bet there's people like, are they ever going to talk about that? So They're talking about something important. So how do you feel about Bernie Sanders is going to lose? Yeah. How know. do you, uh, this, this is a thing I, I feel like young people don't understand is the whole super delegate process in the Democratic Party. I'm terrified of Hillary Clinton. Do you know? Do you know why super delegates got started? So probably some way, so the Democratic Party as a whole could control the the nomination. Okay, so super delegates are only a thing in the Democratic Party. They are delegates who control votes that aren't. electorally decided by the states. So if you want true democracy, vote Republican, because they're the only ones who actually do it. But superdelegates got started because Jesse Jackson almost won the the, uh, DNC nomination back in the 70s. And so they said, fuck the black guy. We're going to make sure that never, ever happens again. So, but Ryan is gone. So I think I'm going to play some music for all of y'all. Some uh, good old iFi Dragons. How about uh, Not I by iFi Dragons?
This song is super depressing. I'm sorry. I'm going to go to some uh, Adam Warrock. So back okay. i picked a i picked the bad song it was super depressing i'm sorry i'm <sighs> sorry for all of our listeners i picked a bad song my son was choking oh is he okay i i yeah i mean he's he can breathe and he can talk so i assume he's not gonna die that's what kids do man <sighs> fuck I, I am I am not about to do this, man. Are you okay? Do you like do you just need to call call the podcast? <laughs> I'm I, I mean, the mom's got him. I'm just a little you know, you know yeah, you know how it is. Get a little flustered. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. <sighs> <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, why don't you go deal with your family? Popcorn. We'll see all of y'all next week. Oh, and let's not end it there. I'll feel weird. No, no, no. I think it's okay. Anyway. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear him running now. In the of the dog. <laughs> 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 he did it just fell into the duck. I saw this uh, Instagram. It was all about the video game character that's like, okay, there's one character in the game who's like a PS controller with like 12 buttons. There's the other game in the character there's the other character in the game there's a steering there's a gas pedal with a steering wheel you know? <laughs> what are we talking about that's how that's how true children are they're just like gas pedals and steering wheels they're just going oh, full just, speed just yeah. bouncing off shit all the time <laughs> that's my child like, we, we went to these, we went to these uh comedian like we talked about this uh on new year's eve he's like all my friends are like i'm gonna get in my I'm 33 and I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. It's like, false. The best shape of your false. life is when you're nine. You can fall down from a third-story tree and bounce up and be fine. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I can remember doing that stuff as a kid that I could, that when I finally was like 15 and 16, you remember we were talking about it. It's like, why, why didn't we die? <laughs> we did I mean, why didn't we die? die? Like, ah. <laughs> uh, there's a hill that uh, at the park in Tomball that's really steep, and I rode skateboard standing up down that hill, and then just would eat it at the bottom, doing 20, 30, 40 miles an hour, whatever skateboard does down a hill, you know. Ah, a couple scabs, a couple scratches, and be fine. I mean, you hurt. I mean, it it took a little while to get up. You're like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. Okay, I'm good. Let's do it again. Let's see what happens. Me I mean, put I, on a pad. I that the kid didn't die. I don't know. We're just tougher than the modern generation, dude. <sighs> Man, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm flustered. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Being a, I can remember being a night, but I think it was like, it was really like six to eight that was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We six used... to eight or six to nine was just insane. You could fall out a tree. Like you said, you could fall out a fucking tree hit the ground, on your back, on your spine, go, <clears throat> couldn't move, can't move for like, like a full minute. Not- You're like, oh, I'm paralyzed. I'm dead. I, this is it. I'm dead. I your hands tingle. You can't feel anything. And then, then you don't even tell your mom. That's how okay you get. Because you, know, you, you weren't supposed to be climbing that stupid tree anyway. <laughs> so here, here's the, my Jacob's tidbit of trivia knowledge. Do you know why your body 
knocks the quote unquote breath out of you? No, I didn't. It's, be it's so your body makes sure you're not bleeding into your lungs so you can breathe. That's why your body does it. So anytime you knock your breath out of you, it's so your body can make sure you're not bleeding into your lungs. Like it has an option. Like, like how, it like, actually kind of does. Like it, you, your body will start clogging up your lungs and doing other things to make sure you can actually breathe because breathing is the most important thing your body can do. That's true. Everybody talks about, you know, you can go a month without food, but try, you know, you can't go a day without water or whatever. It's like, you can't go five minutes without breathing. Right. So, but that, that's why, like, that's why you get knocked out of breath because your, your body is trying to make sure you're not bleeding or you haven't punctured lung because it, it needs to make sure if you have punctured lung, it needs to start sealing the puncture. Before it lets you suck stuff into your lungs. Dude, I knew this guy in college. Like, we used to skate together in college. My very, very brief skating career in college. He um, had a problem with his lung kept collapsing. <gasps> so what they did is they took talc, like, in a surgical procedure, they took talcum powder, infused his lung to his rib cage, so it couldn't compress. So he's basically scarred the lung into the rib cage super crazy he's like he told us because you know we used to skate and you know skating can be very physically difficult depending on how things go and, and, and dangerous and dangerous he's like look if i can't breathe you have to punch a hole in my chest you have to like he's like here's the pin like it was like a, sort of like an epi pin is like a medical pin he's like you have to do this and shove it into my chest so i can breathe it's really weird responsibility as twenty year old. I'm I'm terrified that somebody's gonna have a reaction and hand me an epipen, because I've only heard about them like legends, like an urban legend. I don't. Yeah, you really stick them in a thigh and push them, man. That's all you gotta do. Just okay, shove sure. them in a thigh. You don't have to like. It's not like you know Pulp Fiction where you're like diving through the heart or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's not like that. No, epipens are just like anywhere there's fat. You use like bicep or thigh. You just poof, poof, you're done. Really? Yeah. Is that what you do? You just stick it up against the skin and then hit a button? Well, yeah. I mean, you got jab it in there, but woo, get you some boys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm prepared now. Modern medical science is crazy balls. Yeah. <laughs> what we can do to each other. Mm. So you want to get to my recommends? Yeah, absolutely. I think we'll do the recommends and close out the podcast. Sure, why not? An hour, man. About an hour. So. Yeah. Oh, sorry about earlier. That was just crazy, and my kids and being a parent, you know how it is. So anyway, uh, the recommends pretty simple this is just one of those life quality things you know try to make people happier with the weather getting better i know that we're going to go through a few spells where we're going to have some cold fronts and the people farther up north don't know what the hell i'm talking about no but for the no few, we don't but you for the fucker. Few, for the few people fucker enjoy some of the next few uh the next few weeks it's gonna be some nice weather get out there you know get some sun it's been a few months the, this will be my recommends in like june <laughs> my next like, yeah, I looked at the extended forecast. Like, 14 days is supposed to be, like, 40, 20. Like, all day. Like, 40 for the high, 20 for the low. No, I'm talking to you guys, like, but New Mexico, Oklahoma, lower. Below <laughs> the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. Enjoy the weather. Things should be nice for the next few weeks. So, 
you know, uh, picnic. Go jogging with your dog. You know, cook some fucking burgers outside and drink a beer. Like, whatever it is. Get out there. So here, okay, I will drop a tidbit of trivia knowledge, and we'll get out of here. Okay. So anytime the lotto, Powerball, or, you know, know, uh, Mega Millions, whatever, is above 275, Mm -hmm. is mathematically in your favor to buy one single ticket. Yay. That's what I've done. That's that's what it is. So anytime it's above, anytime it's at that 300 range, it's you. It's worth, worth it. it to buy one ticket, and then you get to daydream, which is totally almost worth it anyway. It's worth it, no, dude. It's so much fun to own a ticket and then know that even though it's it's like impossible, it's like getting hit by lightning. You still know that people get hit by lightning. You know what I mean? There's a part of you that's like, this. I, I could, I could, I could win. Sure, I could. There's people that have done it. Like it's. It's a demonstrated fact that people win this, and I have a ticket right here, and no one knows who's won yet. This could be the ticket. And you start you know, daydreaming what your house is going to look like and what the shop's going to look like and how many cars you'll have in the driveway. And and I think that's one of the crazy things about me is that being an older, like, all I want to do is, is write. Like, all, like, if I could just write all day, like, write, like, if I could write four day, four hours a day and play Twitch four hours a day. Yeah. And have a good car, like a Rex. Like, yeah. That's it. That's all I want. And just. Not if you had a billion dollars, though. We're building go-kart tracks in the backyard that look like F1 tracks, do yo. <laughs> We're driving, we, we, all of us own shifter carts. Me, you, we're going to hire Aaron just because he's funny. You know, we're going to get him back into the crew and stuff. We'll get Seth up here. Yeah. Greg. What was Greg? Was his name Greg? Yeah, Greg. Yeah. We'll get those guys. So just just to un- so you can understand how big a million dollars is. Right. A million dollars is $2,739,000 a day. For a year? For a year. That's a lot of money. You could pay yourself $270 a day for 10 years and not spend a million dollars. Could you imagine $10 million or $20 million or $50 million? <sighs> Yeah, dude. I can. That's why I buy the lot of tickets when they get above 250 <laughs> I've always done that. Just one. Just Ash. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah, when it gets big enough, I'll be I'll, you know, I'll be like, give me five. Give me five tickets. Whatever. Mm-hmm. If you want though, if you really want to see how futile it is to buy lottery tickets, they have lotto simulators online. Just simple web brace, web ba- web browser based lotto simulators. Where you're allowed to put in the number of like what the odds are, like how many numbers you have to hit like what order you have to hit them in or if they have a powerball you can set all of those settings and then play with free money put a million dollars in and let it run over an hour it'll just it'll just run them over an hour it'll just run them or over a minute right a million dollars will usually get you somewhere between 50 and 100 grand back yeah, no, it's no lotto is terrible don't ever play a lotto kids it's terrible not hit it but you know what? It's like for me, the lotto is one of those things. Where I'm like, you know what? 
I blow 20 bucks yeah. on so much shit. It might as well be something that might net me a shit ton of money. Yeah. Hey, man, if somebody... I've always said this, that if somebody offered me one, you know, 270 million to one odds on almost anything, I'd put a buck down on it. Sure, Absolutely. I got a dollar on that. I'll give you $270 million if I can't make it across the street. Hell, I just put... <laughs> I got a dollar. I got a dollar. Let's see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I put out... I just put down some... Um, one of my friends was in Vegas. I put down, I put down some money on the Astros and won the World Series. Like 50 bucks on the Astros and won the Series. Sure. They were 12 and a half to one. Yeah. I yeah, think so, that's a good bet. I so really somebody, do. If somebody gave you $270 million, Yeah. That's because you like the pitcher. Pictures, pictures. We got to go. No, we we can talk. I can, I can talk to you about the Strohs, my friend. So. <laughs> ah, anyway. Anyway, let's call it. Let's call it. We've Welcome. been jacking around for an hour. Yeah. All right. Well, we ladies love- and gentlemen of the Forty Two Podcast, we thank you for coming back to our goddamn random stream of consciousness. That is, <laughs> God. I listen to it every week, and God, I'm not even entertained every time. I don't know why you come back, but we appreciate that the fact you come back. So we love you. We give you high fives and fist bumps and, you know, chest pounds. You guys. You are yes. the reason why we come back. We see we see your downloads every week. We come back every week. We love you. That's it. Yep. The week where no one downloads it, we won't play back. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen of the 4G Podcast, have a good night, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good lunchtime, wherever you are. Have a good one of those. This depends on you.